Welcome to our first official rerun, a re-edited, redone version of Rogue by Katie Ray. Happy holidays. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. As Ariel said, this is our first official rerun. We typically just push through everything, but with holidays and family stuff and life happening these last few months, we're like, you know what? Fuck it. This is our podcast. We we wanted to see what it was like. Yeah. Plus, we wanted to see if it was possible to re-edit one of our earlier episodes where they weren't quite the same as what we're doing now and see if we could enhance it at all or if it was just it is what it is and move on so this was this is our trial and error yeah welcome to the trial and error guys and we picked a great one though honestly i feel like we picked a really good episode so this episode was our third episode ever that we ever did we had no video at the time we had no thought process as to what the fuck we were doing literally at all we do now okay at least we have thoughts and goals now and like an attempt at something (laughs) Yeah, we yeah. really took a turn when we did our arcs, the first arcs we did together, and we changed the format, and then we've been doing it ever since. So, in honor of Thanksgiving, we picked this episode in honor of Katie Ray remastering at some point, because uh, we don't actually know when it's happening, but in honor of that, oh. we're remastering our own episode of the Katie Ray book, and you know what? It's perfect with our Thanksgiving theme. I definitely almost said Halloween theme of double stuffed for thanksgiving because guess what this book has that yeah it does so (laughs) we're basically going to play the episode and our commentary is going to be throughout it as we interject our original (laughs) audio and this could go really bad it's gonna go it's gonna go real (laughs) bad guys this is crystal's genius idea this is crystal's editing nightmare because i did it it. i did it to myself But no, we did not talk about a lot of stuff with this book. And I feel like we were glossy as hell when we discussed some of the sex scenes in this book. But at the time, we were glossy as hell. Because you know what? I highlighted a ton of these sex scenes and holy shitballs, I very much forgot how much I really liked these. Even though we we discussed how much we liked these, we kind of forgot a little bit. I remember really liking these. There was that one with them in the little cabin room. And then, yeah. And one of the ones yeah. towards and the then... end, it was like a sandwich. I'm sorry. You know how I love me a sandwich. It was a, it was a male, male, female sandwich. It was a really good sandwich. You know how I love that shit in a scene. That is literally my jam. I'm going to preface this by saying no. I do have some commentary on some of the things we said in the actual episode. Rereading was very enlightening for me. I skim read the reread because I remembered a lot of this book when I was reading it. Don't so you I always skim read? I fucking hate you. Not this too, time, I'm sorry. I fully read about 10% of it. And then at that point, I was like, you know what? I already know what happens for the rest of the book. This is great. I just wanted some backstory. And then I skipped ahead to every single sex scene in the book. So... <laughs> 
Which was, I mean, that is what we're here for. It was really good. I apologize in advance too, because our audio now, very different from the audio that we had before. And for some reason, I was yelling all the time. So we were recording on Discord at the time. So the audio quality is very different. There's yes. a lot of pre-banter. Yes. We talk about a lot of things because we did a lot of do? pre-banter in these. Don't we always talk about a lot of things? Oh my God, there's so much in these older episodes. Then again, Crystal fucking cuts half the shit we talk about. It's okay. Because <laughs> we have to make room for the actual. Yeah, well, I did used to because our episodes, as you can see, were not that long. <laughs> actually say anything. <laughs> no, we barely talked about the book. We were and like, I- yeah. Here's the smut. Bang, bang, boom. Da-da-ding. Yep. Now recording. Now recording. <laughs> Every time. Okay. So listen, before we get into everything, because you know what? This pre-banter shit is actually really funny when I play it back and I listen to it. It's fucking fantastic. And I think it makes us look, you know, relatable. <laughs> Bitch, we're super relatable. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah. So you haven't been on TikTok lately, have you? Wait, yes, you have. You've been sending me shit. A little bit. So I set myself a parent control on TikTok so that I don't spend all day or all night long on TikTok. So I can only go on TikTok in small doses for the day. You are a better person than I am. I'm a horrible (laughs) human being. So I don't often get all the fun stuff like you do. Because I only allot myself a certain amount of time. How's that parent control going for you now, Ariel? So apparently when I got added and have taken over the business account, apparently the business account not having one overrided my personal one. So now I have no parent controls anymore. Not going well at all. (laughs) I know you send me fucking TikToks all the time now. Not going well at all. Oh, well. Mm-hmm. Well, we have lots of books. Uh-huh. My TBR is like, shoo. What does your For You page look like right now? Mm, I don't know how to answer that question. Maybe I'm just dumb. Me- like, what, like what, my- what kind of videos like are popping yeah. up? Yeah, yeah. Um, Baby girl, you're, of- only 30, you're only 32. You're I'm not just 30. Trying- <laughs> I'm just trying to think <laughs> of, well, I'm not like, I'm like, technologically challenged sometimes i was just trying to think of what was popping up for me earlier because i sent you some stuff it was mostly just stuff like some girl had an issue with the dmv i get that chisme girl on there a lot that i sent you oh i haven't seen her in so long i know right i wonder i wonder how she's doing we'll have to look into it yeah Sometimes mm-hmm. I've been getting the it don't go down easy if it ain't cheesy girl going on <laughs> a lot. Okay, do you want to know what mine looks like right now? Oh no, Selena Gomez and Haley Bieber stuff. Oh yeah, why well, I didn't see that on TikTok, but I've seen it elsewhere. It is all over my TikTok. But I have seen like a recurrence of like Selena videos on my for you page lately. Well, yeah, so she got bullied off of TikTok by Hailey Bieber and Kylie Jenner. Are we kidding me? Oh, we and then, hold on. Oh, just hold on. And then. We, we love Selena that, in my household. Listen, in Selena, we pray. Reliving this is wild, by the way. In Selena, we trust. I have what we call Selena knives in my kitchen. Are you kidding me? Because Dude. she had them on her show. So obviously my son needed them in the kitchen. 
Okay. So basically, Selena had done a video on TikTok, and she goes, I accidentally over-laminated my eyebrows. It was great. Then Kylie Jenner came out with a picture that said, you accidentally overdid these. Then Selena went on to a live and said, you know, I'm 30. I don't need to be doing this anymore. And like, I'm just over it. And she deleted her TikTok. It's currently back up though. And people were right, rightfully pissed. So everyone online is like, let's go. Yeah, I heard everyone's and- like throwing out all the road beauty. Was it like makeup or yeah. Yeah. And first of all, Rare Beauty is an amazing brand. Listen, this has been my like two days. <laughs> I need to be an old lady and go to the JCPenney makeup counter if they still do that and have somebody do my makeup. They do it at Sephora. My makeup is still from like high school. I don't wear makeup, but I need new makeup and I don't even know how to do it anymore because my whole brain still knows how to apply it in the high school way that I would apply it. Mm-hmm. And I know that's I know that's wrong now. So I need somebody to listen. Do you? You do you, but like just tab on a little concealer here, put the whites in the inside of your eyes and put some mascara on and you're good to go. I probably will bully you for your makeup one day. (laughs) For real. For real. That's when she turns to Spencer and is like, can I show you a picture of what Arielle did to her fucking face? Why does she think it's okay to go out like that? Why did we think that Maybelline Mousse Foundation was the best thing on the planet? Why? It made us look like cakes. <laughs> Maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> no, I liked that CoverGirl powder that really just, you know. You slather that shit on. And now my makeup oh, yeah. is stupid expensive, but it does not make me look like a cake. <laughs> oh, are you ready? Told you it hasn't changed. If you're here, welcome to the shit show that is... <laughs> the smutty book club where sometimes it's not so smutty we wish it was we like it with a lot more smut than what the fuck has been happening lately we say that and this was episode three we had read four books i mean (laughs) we're not lying sometimes books are not advertised the way they should be that's all i'm gonna say that's all i'm gonna say yeah Oh my god, so... I don't want a straight porno necessarily, but come on. She lied right there. I'm just telling you right now, she lied straight the fuck up. Because if you listen to any of the other episodes, she 1,010% wants it to be a straight up porno at this point. Listen, I'm not the one who picked Thanksgiving Threesome. It was a great book. Fuck off. (laughs) It was a straight porno. I'm working on my own Thanksgiving book. Thank you very much. I haven't written any smut yet. I have about 300 words written. It's getting there. Like, give me a little more than like a kiss. It started out with a kiss. Wow. How did it end up like? How did it end up like this? (laughs) This book. It was a little more than a kiss. Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, this week we read Rogue. All right, Ariel, yeah. and you wanna you wanna go ahead and explain to our beautiful listeners what this fucking book was about. Rogue is a military romance. It is a MMF book. It cycles through this. What's it? What's that called? The ship that has the planes. What was that? I I was too lost in the the multiple dicks everywhere. It's a naval ship. Well, I know that part, it's but like a- they had a specific name for it because well, it's the planes, something. well, the plane, the fact that the planes dock on it and fly in and um, out of it. Hold on. Give me Anywho, so there's two men 
that are stationed on this ship and they hate each other. Hate each other. They definitely hate each other. But there's a fine line between love and hate. The sexual tension between these two men from the very beginning of the book is so out there it's like it's subtle but obvious like the way that they hate each other and the comments they make oh man holy shit you could cut the tension with a butter knife probably with a spoon it was it was good though and there's this woman who is sent there undercover and the story unravels with the three of them forming a bond and trying to figure out a, what she's trying undercover there trying to investigate and their animosity towards each other ties into that because there's this big like drug smuggling ring going on on the ship and it's just a nice drawn out story with the three of them that I thought was pretty enjoyable it had a beginning a middle and end it actually flowed yeah it it is called an aircraft carrier. <laughs> Whatever. I don't, that's legitimately what it is. Um, I, it's so funny because when you were saying like, it's a nice, I'm like, is it though? Is it nice? Well, that's not, you know, that's not how I describe it, Ariel. Oh. That shit was, uh, oh. I had to fan myself a little bit. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, oh um, no, she hates oh. this book. No, no, no. no. <laughs> because this is the best read we've had this, this whole time. It, it flowed. It had actual words. There weren't like plot holes. There was a real story with real people. And I actually felt like I knew them. And there was smut. And it was like checked all kinds of my boxes. I'm just marveled that some people know how to make a beginning, a middle, and an end. I know when you said that I fucking together. died. <laughs> like this is great. Can we get more of this? That'd be super. Like, come on. I am not usually one for the MMF. Okay, here's the thing. I am now is an really MMF girl, so we're good. I heard that. I was like, oh, I'm not. I was not an MMF girl, and I know. Don't worry, because I continue you about was, it. And, and that's the thing. Crystal was really. Sticking hard that she was not interested in things. That's like because that. Ariel stuck and, it to me hard for many books, and we had to many and of them. I like, and and you were not a reverse harem girly. You were not a dark romance girly, and I feel like I've just like submersed you in the experience enough that like now you just yeah. Welcome to the dark side, Crystal. Oh Welcome. It's fun here, isn't it? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Only because like it's not always okay it can be done correctly and it can yeah. be done horribly bad. yeah sometimes it can be like super duper raunchy or sometimes it can be like fake like super fakey but this was like nice i thought this i literally my heart can i fit both like... dicks in my mouth at the same time <laughs> oh that was so great that was so great <laughs> i remember i remember how great that was uh... My heart was so bad. I can't. Fuck! I thought process was going a different way. It's fine. I thought it unfolded beautifully. It did. Because, like, I loved it. Their I... relationships, how they grew, and not only that, yeah, but did. just a nod to the last book. It was like almost a month into their relationship, and they're like, I feel like we're going too fast. I feel like I'm feeling too much too soon. And I was like, oh. I love you. I like that too because it wasn't just one person questioning it. They all were kind of like, this feels 
like yeah. rushed because I don't remember the book we read before this, but it was kind of insta lovey. So this was kind of a nice departure from that. And Ariel was very happy that they were questioning that this was a little early to be feeling this way. That maybe we should actually go in depth with our feelings and take things at face value, take things slow and take things seriously. Yeah. And I, like, I liked it too, because when I was rereading this, there was a lot of coming to understanding with the attraction that the boys had. So Quinn had commented a little bit because he was kind of really struggling through his identity of finding Beck attractive because his dad had kind of really instilled it into his head that it wasn't okay for like military men and like they're just manly men. So he struggled internally a lot with that. And he did express it a couple times out loud about it which was interesting but I loved seeing that struggle with him and realizing like I can be this person I can have these feelings and I can you know dive into this and it's okay to not have that basically trauma of his dad being a douche nugget to him would it would it be beneficial to back it up and give a little context to this book and what's going on and anything like that I'm gonna do my best at this point because like I said we read this we Almost read a this a very ago. long time ago. But, well, correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. <laughs> Beck and Quinn work on this naval airship, and they already have this weird tension and rivalry going on because of this incident that happened where it looked like Beck was at fault, but Quinn had a near... I want to call it a near-death He had a near-death experience. The cable that attached his plane to the carrier snapped. And his plane started going over the side of the carrier. And he almost yeah. died. And it seemed like it was Beck that was at fault because he was in charge mm -hmm. of the situation. And he um, was technically the last person to sign off on the check to this cable. Even right. though there are other people on the team. But... Quinn sought him out, stared him down, and has continuously blamed him for this incident happening. So that is why they he was do scared, not you know, yeah. all this stuff. So there is some residual tension at this beginning where Avery comes aboard this ship and Avery is coming in undercover. She's coming under the guise that she is a training advisor and touring the place, but truly she was there undercover because there has been rumored to have some kind of like drug situation. Yeah, going. like a drug operation coming out of the naval ship. So that is how she came on. So when she came on, there was already this tension between the boys. But she met them and has this instant attraction to them. So she met them at a bar because she was out just kind of like sitting at the bar with all her shit. And one of the crewmates spilled beer all over the front of her and her entire shirt was completely see-through. And the boys saw this happening, even though they were arguing and went over to rescue her, escort her into the bathroom so no one else would like, you know, see her tits. They even made a comment about the fact that they're very lucky that they got to see her titties and that <laughs> no one else is allowed to because they were already possessive of her. They couldn't really understand why they felt that way, but they did. So they escort her in there let her get all cleaned up and everything for being good samaritans like, yeah and they kind of put away their feud for about 30 minutes while she got herself her. together 
but yeah, she kind of clocked them from across the bar too. Cause she's like, I, you can sense the tension between the two of them. And I don't yeah. know, but like, there's also this attraction that I have towards these two men. And it right. Was- and it started out as a separate attraction with them both, mm-hmm. but slowly it has grown to a attraction with all three of them as Beck and Quinn discover what truly happened to the cable and yeah. how Beck was not at fault and how they uncover this mystery together as a team. And then they uncover a lot of other things as a team. Yeah, they do. Like her asking if she can fit both dicks in her mouth at the same time. Damn, look yeah. All right. <laughs> I just wanted to give a little, I know we didn't really do that back then, but no, I feel I'm- like I think that it's important because I feel like I know that was I know that was a very vague, but at least it was something. It's more than what we gave you in this episode. <laughs> yes. And honestly, I feel like the book deserves that. And that's honestly why Absolutely. we chose this one. Besides the fact that it, it fits the theme, we also feel like this book deserves us to redo it and re-explain some things. And we loved this book. Um, I know, honestly, it started out when we were talking about being double stuff November. Crystal went instantly to Rogue because I think that was really your first real dive into MMF. It was. And not only was it her first real dive, but she loved it. And knowing how we do episodes now versus knowing how we do episodes then, she was like, you know, I'd love to revisit that, especially where we are about to go to a holiday and we probably should try to do a rerun at some point so we know what we can. And it would be perfect if we could theme the whole month around, you know, that MMF type situation. Mm-hmm. And here we are. Here we are. So in the beginning, I was torn if I liked, oh my God, why am I not going to remember his name? Bax. It was back. Holy shit. I, one of the, one of the guys? Him? Yeah. Oh. Oh, good oh. Lord. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One I, of I them, I wasn't sure if I was going to like him. Yeah, because he was just so angry about everything all the time. He was angry all the fucking time. And oh, it was Beck. I, I liked Quinn from the get go. I liked Quinn a lot. And I was yeah, like, all right, too. yeah, I can deal with this. It's going to be great. And then Beck, and I'm like, God, but know. here's the thing. But when I going into it knowing that it is MMF, I knew from the very beginning that those two were going to be the two dudes. The only reason is they did play up some other people. And I'm like, yeah, but that's, they're not given the vibe. I'm like, I already know this is going to be the two dudes who fucking hate each other. So I'm and not going to e- lie to you. I actually did not know that going in because we went through so many books to put on our list and we went through so many that I couldn't remember which ones were which and there were a couple that were like military-esque vibes that this one was actually the one that I thought that I don't even think it's on our list yet but it's the one I put on the secondary list that I only put it on there because of all the multiple piercings in the other book I have no idea what book you were talking about was it Raptor? Um, no it wasn't that either what the fuck book was it? Uh, um, Dirty Bad Wrong was the next one with piercings. That's the only one I could think of. Because I don't think King of Wrath had them. I don't think King of Pride had them. Didn't this one have piercings? No, it didn't. Bait, maybe? I know what it was. I know what it was. The security company one. Oh, Betrayed. Yeah, but it's one down the line. 
that's the reason I put that one on the list was because the one down the line had all the piercings, but we ended up backtracking it. But I put that series on the list because of piercings. Got you. Okay. Yeah. I don't even know what I'm talking about ever, but I do know that because <laughs> it military surveillance, yeah. you know? So that's the book I thought it was in my mind. I don't know why. And I totally didn't remember what this one was about because I went in cold turkey. I was like, oh, she told me to read this one. I'm reading this one. Like, nope. Okay. Until I got that third point of view and I was like, wait a second. And then I was like, well, maybe maybe he's the villain. Maybe they've given us the point of view of the villain. And I was like, oh, oh no. no. And then I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, this is fantastic. Yes. <laughs> it was so good. Like, we've been going a step up every single time. I already know it's going to come crumbling down so fast. We hit some pretty rough ones. <laughs> there are yeah. ones that are not recorded at all. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. And some Crystal wouldn't let us not record. That was one. One that we had to record. And you know what? Most <laughs> of that episode is not even the book. Just take a look at our catalog and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Anyways. But I just, and like for me going in, not really, this is going to be, I don't really enjoy that kind of a story because I, dude, I have a hard enough time playing the sims with more than one character i can't control a whole ass household let alone read a book about three people in one story but i did it i did it and i loved it and i'm laying on my couch reading this book while spencer is working in the next room over and i'm just sitting here reading this book and i'm like oh my god I'm like sweating right now. <laughs> this is. Well, I don't need one man in my life. I don't need that kind of drama right now. I'm a hermit. I can take care of myself. Never mind multiple dicks in my face, but I am definitely an RH kind of girl. I am definitely like all in on those books. And maybe that's why you like to read those fantasy, whatever, because that's what it is. It's just fantasy you don't have to deal with those people in real life you don't have to clean up their underwear off the bathroom floor in real life which is funny because every single episode lately has been two dicks please how our times have changed i mean honestly that is all still true i mean and i'm pretty still- sure whatever week it was last week or whatever i was like dude they would have to go home right after yeah they would i don't want them bye 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 get out okay bye oh my god packs. You, you can, don't also have to clean up multiple messes that are definitely everywhere. Yeah. You can just read about them, have them as your nice book boyfriends, and then put them away. But <laughs> yes. their relationship was so sweet. And not only that, but I mean, they're both military men. They're probably used to taking care of themselves and not leaving their underwear on the bathroom floor. In theory, I know that's not always true, but in theory. So I can mm-hmm. just fantasize on my own a little bit. You were really upset about this underwear on the bathroom floor thing. <laughs> I hate underwear on the bathroom floor. Okay. I, I don't know what it is. I don't know why I can't find a man that can pick up their underwear on the bathroom floor. Spencer does not leave his underwear on the bathroom floor. I do. I do say that there was this one point at the beginning of the book that I was slightly frustrated because I was like, if they all just communicated with each other, this would be a shorter book. 
Oh, for sure. Uh-huh. That, I felt that too at the beginning of the book because I was like, but then it, it developed, and I was like, okay, yeah. I like that the book didn't solely focus on the relationship. It, it had because yep. it had the suspense, and I loved the whole story. It was great, and I liked the main character. She was not a pushover, as I've seen other things be. I liked the fact that she was a, an agent. That was yeah. dope. I was like, hell yeah, this is cool. I think this is a part where your audio kept doing weird shit because that happened a lot in the beginning. So if it sounds like that, sorry. Honestly, she was such a good main female character. And yeah, yeah, honestly, the suspense stuff in this whole backstory outside of their relationship was really good. And it was developed. It wasn't like a, okay, well, we're just going to throw it in here now. Like there was a story. It wasn't like a side piece. It was all incorporated. Right. Yeah. I would say it's like a well-rounded story. It's got all the pieces. Which is nice. Yeah. I liked the line at the beginning when she had her debut chapter where she was like a few weeks ago I was a stripper tomorrow I'll be a training advisor I was so confused at first I was like Wait, I know I had to reread it three times because I was like what kind of book is this I was here I for it either way I, I was, was here like, for it either way honestly this. listen if Katie had given us just a, a stripper for this whole book you know what it probably would have been about a billion times better than that other book we read about a stripper. Oh, about the stripper. But no, so I would have here for it either way. I was here for it too. Like I was down for whatever. It was great. But the way that started, yeah. Yeah. Also, I am gonna state that the comments I am about to make, I no Uh-oh. longer believe in. I think <laughs> the only thing I had was my brain checked out at the beginning, reading through the description of him flying see i thought i just it wasn't i was, was a great bored. ad because i feel no, it was like great. i just was i could not my brain could not comprehend what was happening well you also and, were trying to read it exceptionally fast because we were yeah because i enjoyed it so much that i was like dude you need to read this now and three so. hours later it was <laughs> <laughs> so, but for me I actually really enjoy when an author can showcase that they have knowledge in the field that they're talking about, that they've done their research, and that they're adding that depth to the book. And they're not just be like, oh, I went flying. You know what I mean? I really, I I appreciated that. The depth is good. My fucking peanut brain, though, checked out. My brain can now comprehend what is happening. And I liked it a lot better. Crystal's first skim of the book could not handle the quote, no. <laughs> boring beginning for her. I can where handle it. Was too it. much, too many words. I can handle it now. I enjoyed it now. So the beginning it, had too many words with too little dick. And no, no, no. Com- my issue was with the description of how he was flying, like all the descriptors of how he flies oh. and stuff. I couldn't comprehend the te- that. Like I the technical part or whatever. Yeah, I can oh, now. Gotcha. I'm not dumb now, but I was dumb then. Oh, and Ariel calls me out about it too. College had educated her. It, it is so funny because there was a lot of good research. And I think we've learned too. She was military wife too as well, I believe, right? Yeah. Katie? So mm-hmm. she does have the knowledge and it shows in how she wrote this book and everything that was added into this book it shows that she knows what she's talking about and it makes a gigantic difference reading a book when an author not only has done their research but also knows what they're talking about and is in the book it makes Ariel very happy and I 
was like, I so am lost. My only negative was that. So one of the side characters, Young, his I partner. Feel his yeah, his best friend. But he's supposed to be his best friend. He's supposed to be his flying partner. But I feel like it was kind of left plot holy because a was he just being such a shitty human and friend and no one ever explained yeah that with that little slightly half ass explanation about the girl but that wasn't good enough for me and it's still not good enough for her no so i'm gonna stick by it no i feel like that I there mean, was no resolution could... if it was that good of a friend you know Right. That part bothered me. I could also take into account only because I do have the military knowledge and experience is there are people that when you are partnered with them like that, like deployed, flying, et cetera, because they're military. Sometimes your friendships are just military related and you're not like. And I totally could have accepted that, except I feel like he kept yeah, referring to him as his more. best friend. So rereading it, I can. Kind of, but not really see your point because I did find and I highlighted it something in the book which kind of explains a little bit more of their relationship because his first name is Jason, not last yep. name is Young. So, in the beginning of the book, and this is why I kind of gave Jason a bit of a pass, Quinn says, I guess after my deployment, I could have been more honest with Jason and told him the real reason I didn't want to be on the DeWitt. But I was going to come across looking like an ass or a pussy and neither sounded appealing. So while, yes, he is his best friend, but it does read as though he was withholding a lot of information from him. So they didn't have the close relationship, but. Yes, but I mean, uh, again, I'll still continue with what I definitely even said in this episode is military relationships are very different than relationships outside of the military. So with seeing that specific quote about how he talked about his relationship with Jason, it cemented it further into me that while, yes, it is his best friend and his flying partner, he does trust him enough to make sure, you know, he doesn't die while he's flying, but he also doesn't trust him with other parts of his life because clearly I he guess leaves a lot I out. Just, I guess I just wish he would have been more referred to as a work friend then versus like I mean, I guess so. I know plenty of military men who call other military men their best friends and they don't hang out. (laughs) That's kind of a lonely life that you don't know that you can't connect to a person enough to be able to actually talk to another human being enough. I don't know. I mean, true. He did not seem like he was an unconnectable kind of person. That's why I guess I don't know. Yeah. I mean, when you have the thought process that one of you could die at any point in time in the military, you're not going to form as close of a bond as, say, you and I have. Because I swear to God, if you died, I would probably be a wreck for about seven years. (laughs) Seven to ten business days? No. Seven to ten business days. Yes, perfect. Seven to ten business days. Yeah. Yeah, they, They kind of played it up a bit more. And I wish that... Especially, like, with all the crazy shit going on, he was my number one suspect on my list. And I feel like that's why he was added, and that's why the hype. But if you're going to add all that hype to keep us guessing if he was into it, give us that resolution at the end. Flesh him out a bit more than he was fleshed out. Like, he, Uh, even just one page or a half a page of him having a conversation with him, and maybe even Beck having a conversation with his roommate would have been enough. 
I mean, Speaking. I don't think that his roommate necessarily was 100% necessary because he wasn't his best friend, but still. Yeah. Speaking of flesh. <laughs> dude, holy shit. I was not prepared for any of that that happened. Oh, yeah. You don't I, read a lot of these. No, I don't. <sighs> and I think my favorite part, granted, yes, the smut was smutty. <laughs> my favorite part is it didn't read like it was overdone it wasn't trying to be so over the top that it was unbelievable this is a realistic situation like this yeah it read well, yes and no. they were developing relationships right and versus I loved, just i'm gonna sprinkle sl- smut in here because i can i loved also the relationship building between beck and the Quinn. men yeah that was amazing. i felt like that was really well done listen when that shit happened towards the end my eyes went oh. wide it's the same eight months later. They still went wide on all the spots that I read. <laughs> so I am going to read an excerpt from this book for you guys. This is the first one that kind of like popped my eyeballs. And it just says, open your legs. Beck gritted out. Now I was the one being commanded and opened my legs quickly. Aye, aye, Captain. Good girl. Beck smiled. Have I told you how hot those skirts you wear make me? So fucking convenient, too. And that's, like, what started it. And then they just kept going. And he's describing to Quinn how wet she is and, like, really urging her on to tell them what she wants. So that was really nice. And then, not very much longer into this book, I don't know what Ariel's doing over there, but she's making faces. Not very much longer. (laughs) It goes, not yet, Beck said, shaking his head. Before we leave here, let me make one thing clear. What just happened was not a mistake. It was not a fallacy. It may have been an error in judgment because of where we are and who we are. But if you let her believe it was anything but fucking phenomenal, I will literally throw you off this ship. It was so good. And then later on, you know, Quinn goes, Petty Officer Goodwin, grab my cock and hold it tight. I was like, okay. Yep. He licked cum off of her fingers. So that was a thing. There was quite a bit. And then the boys together was good. Beck goes, I've never done this before. I confess softly in contrast with how desperate I had just sounded. I don't want to hurt you. And he goes, me either, but I'll let you know when it hurts. Avery, baby, slide me under until Beck can what is dick inside of you. And this is when they do (gasps) all of them. Beck inside, Quinn inside, Avery. Yeah, I was gonna call it like a double decker, like a you know, like the bus, triple decker. Just the scenes were really good. I enjoyed them. What is happening? I was like, oh, okay. So this is great, and it just—it was so good. I think the only thing that threw me off was at the end. Let's get married. I'm like, yeah, but you can't. You can't marry two people. So. Or is it like one set of them getting married and then the other third just like living like a sister wife? So I read a lot of these. Okay. And more often than not, yes, if it's like a a reverse harem situation, it'll be one of them marrying one of them. And then they'll have a ceremony. Like it's not real, but they'll just have a ceremony for them. I don't know these things because like if they're billionaire, legally that can't happen. My brain well, is legally you can't do that. If they're billionaire people in the situation, they'll fly to a country where it is legal. 
I, at this point, was the more logical thinking, apparently, and Ariel was not. And I was well, just I've like, read a lot of these previously. <laughs> I know that. But yes, yeah. at the time, I had not. And I was like, you can't legally do that. You can't legally marry two people. You know what? It's fine. Because then we read Pucking Around later on, and that shit was... (laughs) Anyways. Gotcha. Okay. I guess that makes sense. You know. (laughs) So yes, it's not recognized, but I honestly thought where, especially how it ended, I really thought that it should have been proposed that Beck and Quinn marry. Me too. I was really hoping that. I wanted. I really still feel like that was a missed opportunity. I still stand by the decision as well. (laughs) I really think a slight against this book. That was a missed opportunity. Just saying. That, that was, yeah, I would have liked it, but it's okay. It's fine. It was just our own. What's her face can have the babies and the boys can be married. Bada bing, bada boom. Everyone's connected. That's now Avery, canon. Avery, Avery can have the babies. <laughs> I am a sucker for an epilogue. Give me any book that has an epilogue. I love epilogues. Like I want them all day long. So the second this book had an epilogue, I was like, oh, you win my heart, especially after the stuff we've been reading. But not only that, but the author had two epilogues. She had one month later and one year later, but I'm assuming she has a good editor because she was told she had to pick one and the other one was left as a bonus. And why I say I'm assuming she had a good editor, because number one, she was told and number two, the unedit, like the just pushed out bonus epilogue that we got was not grammatically like it was not edited well and if that had been what I had read I would have been crossing my eyes and being irritated the whole time because the flow and the writing in the actual book was fantastic there was too many errors in the bonus chapter for me Yeah, I will be honest that I did not get a chance to read the bonus chapters because I suck. It got emailed to me. I just have not gotten a chance to read it yet. I like the fact that have you I read it now? Admitted. No. You know what? I think I read it after the episode. I did not currently read it, though, but I do like oh. the fact that I said because I suck. I fully admitted it. So I will tell you, it's literally just one month later of like them settling in and how they're settling and living together. And then a scene with the men. Oh. Mm -hmm. Positive, 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 positive things to say about this book. It's okay that I had an issue with an unedited bonus chapter. I mean, it's a bonus chapter. Yay that we got a bonus chapter. That's awesome that we got a bonus chapter. I will never not want a bonus chapter. I was just saying that you can tell the work that was put into the actual book and the editing that was put into the actual book because the difference is glaring. But that's the thing that I think a lot of people don't realize that when you write something and you write so many words, a book is a lot of words and you just go and the ideas flow. You need a strong editor. You need to be able to edit yourself because when you read back your work, A lot of times it's easy to miss certain things because you get back into what you're doing and you're not looking at it with that critical, fresh eyes. That's why that second person who's not in it can be the best person to do it. Just like when you and I do things um, and edit back and forth, sometimes it takes like that second look where you will spend hours and hours going through something and you're like, what the fuck? I swear I went through that. 
because you sat there and listened to it over and over again. So it makes it easy for things to slip through sometimes. It happens. It's very easy to happen. Yeah, it happens um, to and me that's all the why, time. Right. And that's why having an editor is so important before you actually publish a book, no matter who it is, whether it's a fellow author, an actual editor, a friend, a beta reader, whatever it is, or even putting your work down and revisiting it later if you're really good at it. You know, however the process works, I was just saying that, you know, I, I, it wasn't necessarily highlighting it that it was such a negative thing. It was just look at the book and where we've gotten from that, because you can obviously tell, you know, how that's happened. That's the importance. It shows the importance of needing that, even though you didn't read it. I'm talking about the book. I know, but it just came right after. You're and I had to be such a bitch. Yeah. I would recommend it. I'm just going to put that yeah. straight yeah, the fuck out there. Yeah. I liked this book. It checked a lot of boxes for me. It checked um, some boxes I didn't know I had. She knows now. This book is part of a complete standalone series. The books are not connected in any way. The only thing they have in common is that they involve military men or military situations. This is the only MMF book in the series. I liked the writing in this one. I liked how the story was developed. I liked how the characters and their relationships were developed. So I would continue reading the series. Honestly, I would too. I'm definitely curious to see how the rest of the series goes. But yeah, the way that it was written, everything really flowed well together. Nothing besides those couple things that we had an issue with. I It was a really good book. So I definitely want to read the other books. I still stand by the statement that this was well-written and everything flowed very well together. And I will also say that we did read her debut novel and to see the growth Growth. that she had from her first book to this book is so wonderful to see. Like, it's amazing. Like, we say a lot about this book as it is, but realistically, like, we even still bring this book up today clearly here we are re-releasing it and revamping it for everybody because we just genuinely loved this book. Like it was so good. But yeah, to see the difference between her first book and then this book and seeing the growth of her as an author itself is amazing. Like this is great. This was such a good book. Right. I like, I see authors that I have read over multiple, multiple, multiple years And I have seen the growth that they have had over the course of all those years. But the amount of growth between the debut novel and this novel in that shorter amount of time is huge. And whether that is life changes, writing changes, just having an editor changes. I, you know, I mean, I'm not sure how that helped. Because the her debut novel we read was not bad. It just needed an editor. Just editing parts of this, like, here and there and then little bits. So just that small growth, huge. Like, and it's really wonderful to see because, like, this story, like you said, so it hit, hit all those. It hit that suspense box. It hit that smutty box. It hit the story. It hit the romance. It hit, you know, it hit all those well-rounded spots that you really want to see. And that you know that you can rely on getting that whole story. Yeah. And I mean, that's also a huge thing for us, too, because we 
comment all the time Arielle comments all the time about the boxes that she needs checked and like a book can be really good but it's still missing certain pieces that she wants in a story so being able to revisit a book that checked her boxes and again one that we did eight months ago ish something like that this is like fucking 50 something books ago at this point is great it checked but... a lot of boxes yeah and it did and of course like I know that this was one of the first delves into the MMF world that I did do with the podcast. And then we just continued doing it because Ariel wanted to break me at one point. It still holds a special place in my heart for that specific reason. But at the same time, still a good story, still well written, still checked a lot of boxes for me. It's rare for us to find a book like that, that we both like fully agree how great the book was. <laughs> like That's the thing. So this was cool. Um, yeah. So I already forgot how our cucumber rating goes, but let's do this. Dude, I forgot how it went three episodes in. Oh, this is when we changed it too, by the way. We just created it like in episode two. <laughs> this was like you you forgot after we created you did it, it one time. Yeah, you this is not the origin story of the cucumber, but this Pretty is darn episode. Close. This is actually this is the origin of the scale we currently use. Well, you, we gotta just... start with your, you gotta start with your Amazon. Oh yeah, that's right. So, I was getting ahead of I myself. I got you, I got I you. Getting I a little you, just, excited. you wanted those cucumbers, I know. I was just excited. <laughs> <laughs> I like a good cucumber. <laughs> Who doesn't? He's got a All cucumber right. ready. So, funnily enough, there is only 76 reviews. Really? Is yeah. this a newly published book? This came out, yes, that is why it came out in January of this year. So as of right now, it has 233. Okay, that's so, quite a jump. It's quite a jump. Okay. So Well, there's that. go read this book, tell your friends, it's hot. Yes. So out of a five, they gave it a 4.4. Somebody did title their review wow holy top gun romance they're talking about the power struggles between the two the emotions and the medium burn which i do like a medium burn so it was good mm -hmm. and it just it was i i liked it i thought it was yeah, because good. it took until 50 percent of the book until we got them to even kiss each other 47 percent is when he decided to open her legs just gonna put that out there right now mm -hmm. Yes. And then it went from kissing to another chapter later to can I fit both dicks in your mouth? It was like, oh, wait, whoa, here we go. See? Yep. Wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. It was good. Like whiplash. I was so, like, oh, we're getting started here. What would you Amazon rate it? If I was to Amazon rate it, honestly, I can't give it a full five star because there were things. Yeah. I'm going to go like a 4.8. Okay. Sounds like a decent so, spot for me. Honestly, wow. it's still really up there. I still stand by that. It's still really good. It's one of your highest ones I think you've done this whole time. Yeah, I know it is. <laughs> Took me by surprise too. This was a really good book. I am just naturally negative over here. And I just know what I've read. This was a really good book and I really enjoyed it. But I've read better. So, I mean, for me, it's like 4.25. Too bad though. It's still good. It's like... great. No, it's fantastic. And... Totally worth the read. For sure. Which is still high for you. 
you've been giving a lot of fours and under. And so true and also true. That's what I was saying. True and also true. Yes, I have read better, but I really did like this book and it, I enjoyed it. It's good. So 4.25. And that is, well, that's what I was saying is like lately your books have been lower than a, at least a four or lower. We haven't actually I did done a couple 4.5s recently. Okay, so Face for Love is in its own category right now because that shit was great. But <laughs> And Marrow, didn't we just have Marrow recently? Yeah. yeah, but the majority, a lot of our ratings have hey, been a lot lower. I don't rate a lot, lot above yeah. four. I don't no. rate a lot above four. No. We've had a good I definitely don't rate a lot closer to five yeah. or five. We've had a lot of good couple months. Yeah. I think I could have done with more scenes of my thruple. It was a good thruple. They were so good. <laughs> but I feel like I needed more. Yes, get- there was the appropriate amount. I just selfishly wanted more. Want my man witch, please. Want my man witch, please. I want more. It, yeah. I took it my time reading it. it. I took my time. Yeah. Just slow. I was like, yeah, let me just sit here and enjoy this. This is fabulous. <laughs> yeah. Cucumbers, what you got? Oh boy. So I'm gonna go like seven and a half. Not a five? Oh, are we doing five? I was just going. Probably like a four point nine. Listen, <laughs> I want a seven and a half. Seven and a half is good, okay? That r- okay, so no, it doesn't correlate. I, just- I know. Well I aware. just want to let you know that I've been doing ratios a lot in my middle school math class. And I just want you to know that is not <laughs> going to work for me. A seven and a half out of 10 and a 4.9 out of five do not equate, Crystal. That does not math. Math's in my head with dicks. Anyways. <laughs> I need you to cross multiply that and figure that out because that's nope. not going <laughs> to. This is when the scale changed, everybody. <laughs> Yep. Well, yeah, the second, only the second time using it, we were like, nope, like that shit. We need higher ones because we wanted them size of penises. <laughs> yeah. 4.9 is a little too hey, small. I w- hey, I want nine, so. You know what? No. Fuck it. Our cucumber rating is whatever we decide. It is out of whatever we want. I'm giving it a 7.5. That's going to throw off all the rest of Don't done. care. Don't care. 7.5 I. Fine. If we're going out of 10, I give it a seven. Okay. A seven yeah. I. I was... to... Oh, yeah. oh, I got. Oh, my goodness. That took me a whole <laughs> whole two seconds. I had to. Listen, yes. girl, it's a cucumber. Seven inches of cucumber. That's seven what we rate this. Perfect. I love it. Okay. Favorite oh character. God. All right. So, my favorite character. Oh, wait. It's fine. My favorite character was Beck. I'm going to be honest. I don't know why I liked him so much. Even though you didn't like him in the beginning. I know. Trust me. You know what it is, is I apparently just have a thing for broody assholes. Which is hilarious because that's all she complains about in other things is the broody assholes. Listen, a grumpy sunshine book is one of my favorite book tropes. And Mm. I love the grumpy men in them. There's a difference between being grumpy and being an asshole. A A complete dickhole. Two completely different things. Hey, you called him an asshole. I called him a broody asshole. Little different. And he was the broodiest oh, of He was fantastic. Mm. I still love Quinn, though. Yeah, I know. I just, I feel like he was just so in tune with himself. And he yeah. was the first one to start taking down his anger. And I just, I don't know. He was my man. I feel like I need to re-describe him in my book boyfriend mind. 
because he's supposed to be this lean, tall, like slim pilot. And I'm like, no, I need him to be this beefed out Hulk yeah. of a man because I just want him to take me. Out. Oh my God. And your least favorite character. So actually, before I get to my least, underrated fave character, Gant. Yes. So, I liked him too. He yeah. knew. He Are you knew. kidding me? I kind of want to hear his story. I do too. Because he must have some spicy going on because he only needed to look at one look at all of them and he's like, yep. and he's her boss. And oh, I just, that man, I need to know his life. Underrated. Yes, I get, I, yeah. He didn't have a, star, a huge role. He was barely in the book, but yeah, my man Gant. Gant, whatever, whatever. I'm gonna, I, I called him Gant. I also called him Gant in my brain. Me too. So that's why. Uh, yes. Le- all right. Least favorite. Least favorite character. So besides the villains, right? Because obviously they're villains. Obviously young for me because he just wasn't developed enough. And he, and he was a douche. Like, why was he a shitty human and a friend for no reason? Obviously, we have very much changed our stance on this. <laughs> yes and no. I think sometimes we try to still avoid it. Okay, it you know what? Them. My stance has been lately. I fucking hate a lot of the female main characters. You just hate the females. I'm and not you, always. If you don't hate the female main characters with a fucking raging passion, you just go straight to the mom. So it's just... We've had just, shitty moms. I don't know I, where's the I'm line. not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying... You just really hate women lately. How am I wrong? So originally, I was going to say the brother, but he is the main villain. of the Right, world. yeah, because obviously the villains are bad. And they were written bad for a reason. It's not like they were shitty characters because they were yeah, so shitty, I, you know. Yeah, I also have to agree that Young, because of character development and just, he sucked. Yeah, <laughs> he just sucked. I don't want him to be my friend. I don't want him to be my partner in the plane either. Why are you being not... so shady, dude? Right? And girl, you got to get rid of him because he clearly, nope. He needs to work on yeah. himself. The context to the girl you need to get rid of him is he had a girlfriend. And that's the girl yeah. that we decided he needed to get rid of. In the context of no one knows what the fuck we're talking about. No. There's no context before this either. You just... And Gant was this. It was her boss. Yeah, her boss, and he could see them all in a relationship together and totally was, like, all gung-ho, and it was cute as fuck. It was adorable. So work on himself. Girl, yeah. Fuck to that. Ugh. So, can we do the Wheel of Fate? Because we need to know what our fate is for this next one. Do not click the wheel, Crystal, because the wheel has already chosen. Next week, we are reading The Wrong Bride by Katharina Mora. Stay tuned. It will be our first December episode. So come yeah. on down. Okay. We have a whole month of fun in store. Yeah. As you Continuing the unhingedness that is our life. <laughs> on that note, join us next week. We hope you made it through this crazy ass rerun special but join us next week for our regularly scheduled program with the wrong bride by katharina mora and make sure to keep reading and keep it smutty